0: I gave you, all I own. Put you but I'm a now. So tonight's question is, how can an ISFP female take control of her obsessive behavior, take control of her delusions and take control of her overthinking? Which? You know, obviously the answer is not the, the most obvious thing in the world. Uh, also, we have a bunch of people in the ego hacker community joining us right now on our Discord server. If you wanna get in on uh, the watch party right now on Discord, it is discord.gg forward slash ego hackers. Make sure you do the uh, double counter uh, verification process and then the welcome one and welcome two uh, channels uh, to you know verify your age. We do age verification, that's important. And, uh, and then also from there, uh, get your ego hacker tag, and then you can get right into voice chat and hang out with fellow ego hackers throughout the process. It's pretty dope, pretty awesome. And uh, let's get some more likes up while we're at it, and then also share the link so we can get more people to watch the potential mayhem. What's up, Matt? How you doing? Good to have you on the show. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if we'll have any takers this evening. But given that it's a Monday night, probably not likely to have much takers. But since I was like practicing nunchucks on the side of the road, as well as my butterfly knife, I basically spooked everyone nearby as an attention getter because that's what I do in between shoots. I start practicing some of my dexterity skills. Thank you, Mr. Fib for uh, enlightening me on the importance of dexterity skills and then going there. Also, if you folks haven't noticed, the mustache is disappearing, and the beard is coming back. So, because it's basically fall. It's not very much left of summer out here right now. This uh, has been a very mild summer, honestly. We never actually hit triple digits, whereas we did last year consistently. So, it's kind of something a little bit different than what we're used to. So, yeah. So, ISFP women. I love ISFP, uh, I love ISFP women. I I enjoy them uh, very much. Thing is though, is that they oftentimes are insanely naive and insanely uh, delusional as I call them out for multiple times in the members area. If you wanna get access to members, cslc.live forward slash members. But the specific lecture that I'm calling them out for being delusional in is the ISFP ENTP, uh, Bronze Pair Natural Pair Relationship Lecture, right? where I actually talk about it. And uh, that's kind of like very important lecture to any ISFP out there, especially if you're a woman and you're actually looking to learn more about yourself and how you work in terms of relationships. But in this particular lecture, I actually address at length uh, the delusional uh, perspective that oftentimes ISFP women end up being subjected to. The reason this happens, it comes from their temple wheel. Their temple wheel, with a cognitive origin of purpose. And attached to the cognitive origin of purpose is the deadly sin of greed, the living virtue of uh, generosity because they could be very generous. ISFPs are extremely generous and ISFP women are also potentially very good at expressing their uh, love language of gift giving. They're really good at giving gifts. I know ENTJs are also extremely good at giving gifts as well. And uh, their uh, ENTJ subconscious of an ISFP woman loves receiving gifts. So it's all about gifts, 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 gifts. That's their, their love language, right? Because they're wayfarers too. It's all about, you know, coming up with whether or not they have, you know, the treasure, basically treasure You know, because wayfarers are all about gathering up as much treasure as they can throughout their lives. That's why they have the deadly sin of greed, for example. right? Or, you know, the other wayfarers have the deadly sin of um, vainglory. Vainglory is all about popularity and popularity is something that gets people's respect, basically. But greed is more about gathering that treasure up and having that treasure such that, you know, in terms of like their wealth or their self-worth or bottom line, that's ultimately the thing that uh, you know, allows them to you know, be, be wayfarers and they're not really doing it from like, the accolades of, uh, of popularity like a vainglorious uh, ESFP or INTJ would actually do. Be that as it may, ISFP delusion. They all want their purpose. They all are trying to find their purpose in life and if they find themselves purposeless, what ends up happening is that ISFPs become very idle. And typically, you know, women in society, you know, they actually lead pretty boring lives. There's actually a stat that says like by you know, 2030, working age women, the vast majority of working age women are actually going to be alone. And already, women pretty much lead boring lives as it is. And they, ho- they follow the whole societal narrative of go to school, go to college, get a job. And so then they're working and doing their job and then they go home, and they go to Netflix and they don't really spend much time doing anything else. Women in general, that is. ISFP women, at least they can have some of their creative outlets if they have the freedom to explore in their life. But oftentimes they don't have much freedom. And because of that lack of freedom, they don't have the ability to explore. And then actually figure out or discover, you know, their other cognitive origin of discovery, what their actual purpose is. And they don't know what to tack their purpose on. One of the ways that uh, ISFP women end up being delusional is that they end up oftentimes tacking their purpose onto the wrong thing. And this could be a huge problem, very big problem uh, for, for ISFP women because they jump from purpose to purpose to purpose to purpose. Just like there's a chance that, and a very good chance, actually it's statistically likely, that they're going to jump from man to man to man. Oftentimes they can tack their purpose onto man, they can tack their purpose onto uh, like men basically, man to man to man to man to man. man. Or they tack their purpose onto, um, you know, some of their creative pursuits, or they tack their purpose onto their job But then sometimes they get just stuck in their shadow and they become end up really being really gluttonous. And then this is the ISFPs that end up binging on like Netflix oftentimes or binging on drugs and alcohol or binging on things that just don't really actually matter. And that's the thing, they're just trying to matter. ISFP women are just trying to matter, they want to find that meaning in life. Meaning is everything to them, but oftentimes they struggle finding what that specific meaning actually is. It's a huge struggle, it's a major struggle for them all on a regular basis. Because what is that meaning really actually based on? Well, don't forget the body temple is all about legacy. It's all about leaving something behind. It's all about being memorable. It's that their name will live on after they die. Kind of like what uh, Achilles was talking to his myrmidons uh, to in the film, uh, Troy. Which if you haven't watched Troy with Brad Pitt, I highly recommend you do watch Troy with Brad Pitt. Highly recommend it because he's like, immortality, take it, it's yours. It's all about legacy. That's a very um, body temple film, even though Brad Pitt is an ESTJ and playing Achilles basically, and uh, as a fighter, supposedly the greatest warrior who's ever lived, essentially. And because of that, uh, his purpose is through the cognitive origin of purpose is fulfilled based on making sure that his name lives on. Well, ISFP women want their name to live on too. Some of the greatest artists in history, lots of painters, lots of artists. They have their name. I know one particular uh, artist. Her name is uh, Sophie. Sophie Rhodes, basically. And I own a lot of her pieces. She's an exquisite ISFP artist. And I can't help but just buy her paintings a lot. I really enjoy her paintings. Her paintings are on my wall. Along with another, I like. I probably have more paintings from ISFP women than I have any other paintings. I have, I have one painting from an ISFJ woman, and then and I think I have one painting from an INFP woman, but the rest of my paintings all come from ISFP women, and they got their name on there and whatnot, and I only, I only collect originals. That's just, that's just my rule. Originals or nothing. Although truth be told, I do technically have one duplicate, Uh, but uh, that was a gift given me to someone that's not by someone else, uh, by Jay Ackley actually. It uh, It wasn't something that I acquired myself, so. But again, it's all about having their name live on and sometimes it's done through architecture, sometimes it's done through art, right? In some cases, ISFP women have their name live on through their children in some capacity. And they end up having a lot of children and they tack their purpose onto being a, you know, a mother. Sometimes they tack their purpose on being a wife. None of these things are bad. You know, ultimately, an ISFP woman has to come to you know, realize that they need to not just have one primary purpose, but actually multiple, multiple purposes, or multiple purposes, whatever. I don't, I don't know the plural on that. But a lot of them, over time, they collect those purposes and they execute those purposes throughout their life, ultimately. But given that, you know, for example, women have this issue where they have inferior judgment, but they have superior perception. This is why ISFP women are such great artists, because. <laughs> Their, their art is incredible because they just have the ability to perceive. They perceive the beauty that's in nature. They extract it and they create beautiful paintings. They create amazing music as well. All their creative pursuits, they are hyper, hyper creative as women. It's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. But the bottom line is, is that they need to make sure that they are not moving from one purpose to another. SFP women kind of need to be willing to lean into their expert intuition trickster and collect multiple purpose, like many of them, and then execute them over time. Whereas from an ISFP male perspective, they'll actually have a primary purpose that they invest in, right? Which is very, very important. It's, it's, it's actually very key to ISFP male growth, having that primary purpose from which that they can live their life according to, so that they can achieve their legacy, so that their name will live on, basically. The thing about women, though, women were made primarily for men, as helpers suitable for men, because it is written, it is not good for man to be alone, I will make a helper suitable for him, and that is women's role, basically, right? As a result, An ISFP woman will actually move from purpose to purpose to purpose throughout her life, but she shouldn't just, you know, oh, I got a new purpose, let go of the old one. No, she kind of needs to hold on to each of them over time. Now, every now and then it's important to let go of one every now and then, if one may be potentially interfering with one that's got a better, you know, uh, higher meaning basically, right? You know, such as being like a wife or a mother or whatever, but they don't give up on their painting, for example, right? and maybe you know the man in her, li- her life is going out of his way to be as supportive to her as possible. I mean, her golden pair is the ESFJ, which is the most supportive uh, males of all the types. Often the male that ends up getting trashed the most for being supportive, because he often looks feminine, et cetera. And then all of a sudden the ISFP woman is enabled by society to lead her man in this regard, which ends up destroying her relationship, setting him up for failure and then judging him for that failure and then leaving him after the fact as it is statistically likely that it'll happen, which sucks, you know, it really sucks. Trying to keep it alive. Might have to burn it a little bit more. So yeah, that's what, it, that's what ends up happening. But where does the delusion come from? Where does the delusion come from? It comes from an incapability of the ISFP woman from for being honest with herself. See, ISFP men, they're kind of forced by the environment, forced by the earth, forced by society, forced by just by virtue of being men to be honest with themselves. They're kind of forced into it. So after a while, they just end up being honest with themselves because they have to from a survival perspective. ISFP women, no, not necessarily because ISFP women because oftentimes they end up having full command of beauty, command of their own beauty, command of beauty in the environment, command of beauty in terms of their creative pursuits. They end up having command of beauty and because of that, they oftentimes, it leads to overthinking, it leads to delusion, which is very interesting. They have a hard time uh, making those decisions consistently. It's all about, it comes down to decision-making, because they overthink, because they are not honest with themselves. And oftentimes, you know, extroverted thinking inferior gets in the way, and then that inhibits them from actually being honest with themselves, because they're very afraid of other people's judgment. So instead of actually sharing their thoughts, and instead of being honest with themselves, they'd rather rely on other people's thinking, and rely on other people's uh, judgments, basically, and they move from... They move from judgment to judgment to judgment over time which is sad so oftentimes they end up becoming this thing this um, this fake person basically that is adjusting themselves based on every single person that they meet and it becomes extremely exhausting because it's almost like all of a sudden you know you have like a, an underclassed ENTP wearing masks with every person that she comes into contact with because she's so afraid of judgment. Oftentimes ISFP women don't even realize that they could utilize the men in their life, they could utilize even their own children to hide behind their men and hide behind their children and use their men or their children as the greatest excuse to get away with what they need to in terms of the judgments of other people because people will not judge them when they say things like, well, I'm gonna to have to talk to my husband about that first, or, oh, I'm a mother, so I'm excused to do this. They need that justification. They need that justification all the time. Why? Because their ENTJ subconscious, is like a natural leader. It's putting pressure on their brains, putting pressure on their mind to basically lead. And they're constantly trying to look like they're an intellectual because they have that intellectual subconscious in them, right? But because they're trying to look like an intellectual, it inhibits their ability to, you know, they they feel like they have this weight of expectation of others in their lives to actually be able to think through everything, to be able to make decisions, to have that male uh, judgment capability, right? Because all of a sudden, if they don't, then they start looking bad. And that's what an ISFP woman is trying to avoid consistently. They're trying to avoid looking bad in the eyes of others. So instead of being honest with themselves, they end up overthinking everything, constantly. And this leads to them mismanaging their cognitive origin of purpose. Why? Because of their aspirational pull, which is complacency. Complacency, also known as naivete. And oftentimes, women in Western society are not really allowed to be naive. They're not allowed to be naive. And they are judged harshly for being naive. yet it is the beautiful ISFP woman who is the most naive. So they are heavily judged. So they have to look like a decision maker. They have to pretend to be a decision maker consistently. So they have to not be honest with themselves. They're actually conditioned by society to not be honest with themselves. So because of that, they end up becoming really delusional over time, and it sucks, it sucks a lot, and I feel really bad, my Effie Child is just like crying out to the ISFP women out there, and it's like, oh my god, no, 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 you don't have to do that, you don't have to do all of the thinking, so what's really relieving to ISFP women is like when they have a man who ultimately leads them, they have a man that they can outsource all of their thinking and their decision making too, because they know that they can hide behind that man at any time. Oh, I need to talk to my boyfriend about that. I need to talk to my husband about that, right? And because of that, they end up being way more successful in their life because they don't feel the burden of responsibility that comes with being the decision maker, right? And being able to outsource their thinking to their man, it gives them a layer of protection. And they're like, oh my God, this is so much a relief, right? They realize that, oh, I can trust my man. I can trust him to lead me. I can trust him to make decisions for me, absolutely. So because of that, that's important. They end up gaining that that advantage and having that advantage consistently, right? As we see this ISTJ and ISFP woman walk by right there. Those, those people. That's ISTJ man, it's ISFP woman. Lol. Lol, lol, lol. I, am con- <laughs> I just don't know why ISTJs end up with ISFP women all the time. It's actually an ins- insanely common pairing uh, for them. And the reason why it's a, and then that pairing right there, that couple, You wanna know why that's common? Because the ISTJ knows how to utilize their reputation and they also know how to use their status. And they kind of wear masks a little bit as well because they also don't want people thinking less of them. So the ISFP woman grows attached to the ISTJ man because it's like, oh, he can help me wear a better mask. The problem is that lack of emotional compatibility and also the lack of logical thinking on part of the ISTJ man ends up causing the relationship to break down over time and that can be a serious, uh, a serious issue, right? It's a big issue. So, what's up, Zenny? Love you, bro. What's up, Patrick? Love you, bro. So, this is ultimately what causes the delusion. They have to overthink everything because they've been conditioned to not be honest with themselves, which if you guys understand in the Journeyman membership, we have videos talking about TI Demon. There's a specific lecture for TI Demon and how to utilize TI Demon and turn it into TI Angel basically. And the secret to do so is to be honest with yourself. One of the things that I love about ISFP women is that they have a tendency to confess. When they get to the point where it's like, oh yeah, Chase, you're the man in my life. I've outsourced my thinking to you. You are gonna watch out for me. You are going to protect me. Yes, I will. And you're going to make sure that my decision making is always there. And so they're willing to be honest with me. And it's all of a sudden for the first time in their life, their T.I. demon all of a sudden is entirely accepted because my God function of extroverted feeling, which is all about acceptability, right? right? That acceptability, they, all of a sudden, their T.I. demon is accepted for the first time ever. And it allows them to not only be honest with me, but because they know that they are safe enough to be honest with me, that they can finally, at last, be honest with themselves. This actually starts healing the delusion. Oh, there they are again. There they are. You see? That's where it is. Yes, the beard is back. So yeah. <laughs> so, it only took a week. I told you guys it would only take a week. There it is, just a week. So yeah, if you guys wanna get access to Journeyman, right now we're running a sale actually, csjoseph.life forward slash essentials. It's the biggest offer we've ever made. You get Journeyman and Acolyte and 30 minutes of coaching for like 300 bucks, which is the cost of a 15 minute session. So you're getting like twice the coaching plus 90 days of journeyman and accolade at the same time. It's like the greatest deal we've ever offered ever. It is our summer sale. It's going on right now. I highly recommend you folks get in on this deal before this deal ends. It'll be ending very soon. I think it's ending like at the end of the week. So you might wanna get in on that, okay? So csjoseph.life forward slash essentials, get in and then watch that TI Demon lecture uh, for yourselves. Just go check it out, TI Demon, and how to turn it into an angel. it's all about being completely honest and allowing yourself to be honest. ISFP women are especially, especially sensitive to criticism. I've had to learn to be very, very careful about what I say to ISFP women because they're so conditioned to being dishonest basically because for some reason society accepts them more when they are dishonest, which is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's horrible as they're being trashed by society because they're not allowed to be honest, right? Which causes them to overthink. Which causes them to become extremely obsessive, very obsessive. ISFP women are extremely obsessive. And that's not to say ISFP men aren't obsessive, but they can control that obsessiveness because life has a tendency to force them to be honest with themselves and to really, really look at themselves. Uh, you know, uh, from even from a logical perspective, when they look at themselves in the mirror, etc. But honestly, do we have that issue here? Well, with women, no. No. No, they don't get that. They don't get that choice. They don't get that freedom, which is really sad to me, right? So oftentimes, you know, they have to save their honesty for their relationship with a man. But like that couple that we just saw, that ISTJ, that uh, ISFP couple that was just walking by, well, do you think she actually is able to be honest in that relationship? Hell no. His TE parent couldn't handle it. His F.I. child especially couldn't handle it. Do you think that he, his F.I. child would be able to handle T.I. demon criticism? No. No, no, he wouldn't. So because of that, she's in this relationship with this man and she has to maintain that air of dishonesty. And it's really horrible because she's just been forced to accept that this is my lot in life. I'll never actually truly be able to feel safe enough to be honest, right? The byproduct of that is that leads to obsession. It leads to overthinking everything. Because without that lack of honesty, because it is written, the truth will set you free. Therefore, she is shackled by her delusions. She is shackled by her obsessions, her obsessions moving from one purpose to another, ultimately, because she's not able to be honest with herself. She is not able to be honest with her man. And an ISFP woman will never be honest with herself if unless she actually is safe enough to be honest with her man, okay? That's a problem. It's a huge issue, but It's the world we live in, and it's sad. You know, ISFP women in my life, they always can be honest with me. Yeah, it's nice when they're permissive and they ask permission to be honest with me, and I give them that permission as they're practicing feminine communication, expressing needs, emotions, desires, and problems, and doing it in a permissive way to me, their man, right? As it should be, right? As it should be, as I say many times, as it should be. But that's where it comes from, right? So based on that, that's the cure. How does an ISFP woman manage her obsession? How does she manage her delusions? By being honest. Thing is, she has to feel safe to be honest. And who can she feel safe with the most? Well, her. Hey, Jerry, look at me.
1: That's the point. It's a
0: big point. It's, uh, it's where it actually, you know, ultimately matters. I feel so bad that ISFP women have to hide all the time. They're always in the grip of fear, always in the grip of uh, hiding, being in the shadows because no one allows them to actually be honest. And their honesty is consistently trampled by other people. And it sucks. And you know, I always tell like, for example, INFPs who have a similar problem, But INFPs have the benefit of reading and developing their opinion over time and they remember everything that they read so that actually enables the INFP to become more honest later. So INFP women have that advantage, but because ISFP women are ultimately forgetful, they don't have that advantage. They don't. So it sucks. They have it harder when it comes to decision making. They have it harder when it comes to uh, managing criticism in their lives, being being feeling safe with being honest with others, and being able to be honest with themselves as a result of their ability to be honest with other people. That's the problem. And then so then they're just stuck in this world where they have to take criticism consistently from everyone without offering that criticism, and they get scared, and then they start hiding, and then they start overthinking. And then they realize that, well, it's better that I just you know chase after my obsessions and chase after my um, delusions instead of having the opportunity to be honest, which is absolutely horrible if you think about it. As a result, ISFP women end up being beat down. You know, oftentimes people think that they're beat down because you know, there's this wage gap or they can't get jobs or they can't, you know, and, the, and all this bullshit. But the reality of the situation is, is that's not really the actual issue. The issue is, is that they're so beat down and because they can't be honest with others, they can't be honest with themselves, they're not even allowed to be feminine. They're not even be allowed to express their needs, emotions, desires, and problems and have those things handled, especially by men in their lives. They don't have that. That is how ISFP women are actually beat down. Has nothing to do with their freedom being taken away because they are not, in terms of like you know like go to get you know go to school, uh, go to college, get a job, you know all these other opportunities. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that they're just used to their feelings, their honest feelings not mattering. That's the actual issue, you know and. No wonder ENTPs exist because, you know, we have the virtue of sincerity. We just tell the truth regardless. And, you know, as Tyler Durden would say, let the chips fall where they may because that's what I'm all about, letting the chips fall where they may consistently, right? It's what I have to do. It's what I have to do all the time, right? I can't help it. I can't help but be honest. I just can't help. And then they see me not giving a flying fuck about being honest on a regular basis. They have like, it's just, it's just funny. They see me leading in that area of my life and it's like, oh my God, how can this person be so honest and still actually be successful in their life? They don't even, like this ENTP doesn't really even care about their uh, reputation. Holy crap, wow, he cares about my reputation. He's protecting my reputation and then making me feel safe enough to where I can be honest with him and even confess the things that I've done wrong to him, knowing that he still loves me. He's still there. He still thinks highly of me. He still cares about my feelings. He still is not going to abandon me and he's not going to take away my freedom. Yeah, that's the value. And that's why I recommend ISFP women really lean into their natural pair or even their golden pair because the natural pair and the golden pair provides that environment specific to the ISFP women to be able to handle that because it's this one little oasis you know their relationship that they can have where they actually can feel like who they are and be accepted for who they are without fear of judgment of society beating them down and inhibiting their ability for being honest which really sucks really sucks a lot it's just it's just ridiculous and it, it, what's even more ridiculous is that like everyone thinks that you know it's okay to treat women in this way. And it's so funny, yeah, there is a lot of problems that women have to face consistently, but the solutions that we are offering those women what making them more masculine, making them more manly it's like these girls are walking around with no choice but to be emasculating, and it's just it's just, it's, it's, it's just entirely ridiculous, you know? It's not gonna work, you know? Funny, I'm filming a uh, ISFP lecture in front of uh, the ISFP tree, right? That's <laughs> this running gag that we have here, you know? So, yeah, being afraid of being honest. Yeah, like, shouldn't be afraid of being honest. They should not have to live in fear. The problem is society makes them live in fear. Because they're so worried about being unaccepted anyway, because of ray feeling nemesis, and it just—it just grinds my gears. It really pisses me off, and I'm not going to stand for it. I don't stand for it, you know. So yeah, this is why ISFP women are delusional. This is why they are so obsessive and move from obsession to obsession to obsession because. They don't have a proper support structure. Society doesn't offer that support structure. And society also inhibits their ability to have healthy relationships with men that would be that support structure for them. Ugh, horrible, ridiculous, bullshit. It's just, yeah, it's, it's it's so horrible, so. Anyway, the bottom line is this. They have to learn, they have to be in an environment and around people in their life who are actually willing to allow the ISFP and to encourage them and to make them feel safe enough to express, safe enough to be honest with them and safe enough. And then as a result of that safety, then they can start being honest with themselves. And as soon as they're honest with themselves, guess what will happen? They will be, they, they'll change. They won't be delusional anymore because then they'll be exposing their true thoughts. All of a sudden they'll feel safe enough that, oh, I can take criticism because I feel safe enough to express, right? That's the whole point. That's ultimately what they need. So men, you know, especially ENTP men and ESFJ men specifically, More out of all the 16 types, it is our responsibility to make sure that women in our lives have the opportunity to be honest with us and we protect their hearts, protect their feelings, give them that uh, safe environment around us so that they can be honest with themselves so that their FI hero is not forced to live in delusion and live from obsession to obsession and instead actually convey that honesty to their man. That's the point. That's the solution, right? So yeah, by the way, if you haven't watched that video, the TI Demon video, you absolutely need to watch it. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode in like a couple minutes, because I'm gonna go live again. Why not? So see you in a couple of minutes. Later.